Welcome to the next message from Encounter Church. For more information about our church, visit us online at EncounterPGH.com. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the message. Some of you, most of you, I think, have met Pastor Aaron Ashton. He's our worship pastor here. And Aaron has just come back uh, a week ago from an extended trip to Africa to actually, was it Kampala, Uganda? and was working with this organization, SOS Mission, and they do these large um, signs and wonders festivals across Europe, I'm sorry, not Europe, Africa and in Asia. And uh, I just thought it would be a great opportunity for us today to be able to just kind of hear about what went on over there. That video was really, like, gave me chills while I'm watching it. Some incredible work, people coming to know who Jesus is, people who've never heard. That's, that's I think, a a foreign concept to us in the United States. Like, you know, like, people would say they were a Christian nation even though many people would, maybe if they, they know who Jesus is, they don't follow whatever, but almost everybody has heard the name of Jesus. But there are parts of the world where they have never, ever, ever, ever heard the name of Jesus. And that's what these, these Signs and Wonders festivals are all about. They're going to unreached people groups around the world and setting up these festivals and then sharing the name of Jesus. And what we're seeing is thousands and thousands and thousands of people coming to know Christ. And so Aaron just went on this trip with, how many people went on this trip, Aaron? So there's a total of 240 people from literally all over the world. There's people from Pittsburgh, Texas, uh, California, uh, Sweden. There's people actually from Uganda, from Kenya, from Norway, like everywhere. It was awesome. <laughs> so 250 people roughly that were there. And, and how long you were there for? So we got there. I mean, with travel time and everything, it took me about 14 days. But the total time that we were there was Sunday until the following like Tuesday. Whenever everyone started leaving, so like a week and a half, you were in in the about country. That, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So what was so before we get into the details of what it was like there, tell us about travel. Like, what's it like to travel to Africa? Is it is it simple and leisurely? So, <laughs> I mean, I guess leisurely might be an okay word because you sit a lot, but your butt starts to hurt real bad after the first flight. <laughs> How many flights then, did you take? So we took uh, we went from Pittsburgh to Charlotte to Paris to which Paris sounds cool, right? But we were inside of the airport the whole time. So I saw a picture of the Eiffel Tower, So and I was in Paris, so it was nice. Um, and then I bought a Starbucks sandwich for $10, so that was cool. Um, and it was vegetarian, so like, come on now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we went there. Uh, Charlotte to Paris was eight hours, and then Paris to Kenya was eight hours, and then Kenya to Uganda was, like, two. So it was, it was interesting. That's a lot, a lot of travel. Of, we had a lot of, like, mystery meat on the plane. I don't know what I was eating, but it made me feel so This is weird. what you have to look forward to if you go on mission trips, folks. <laughs> yeah. All right. So once you arrive in, uh, in Uganda, tell us about the first couple of days of your trip. What was it like kind of getting set up, and what were the sort of things you did the first few days? So they didn't give us time to really get set up, honestly. Um, we were in the bus at Uganda time. It was about, I think, 4.30 in the morning by the time we were, like, leaving the airport to the hotel. It's a two-hour trip on the bus. So we're all, like, packed in this little bus. Uh, one of these pictures up here is very similar to how we traveled all the time. It was, like, as many people we could jam into a bus as possible because they don't, they don't care about that. Like, there's no legal obligations. So, <laughs> But we're in this bus with a ton of people driving to the airport and or the, the hotel. And as we're in there, all the leaders are telling people that are going to be preaching in, like, two hours from then. So they're like, all right, we're going to hit the churches as soon as we get there. So 7.15 in the morning, get ready, be all dressed up, even though we're all smelling weird and sweaty and stuff from traveling for two days. And then uh, he's like, 
all these people are going to preach at different churches. So we actually got to preach at 70 different local churches in Uganda, which was amazing, um, the first one. And then the second Sunday, we actually got to preach at 90. So that was really cool. It's a lot but of churches. Basically just hit the ground running, honestly. Um, I had 30 minutes to get changed into my room and everything like that with my bags and then ready to leave to go preach. So that was the first day. First day. <laughs> so what were like the next? Yeah. So, I mean, it was between when you arrived, you did the church uh, sort of tour preaching at churches, and then the festival was a few days later? Yeah, the festival started on Tuesday, so it was Tuesday until Sunday. Um, so so h- how do you let people know about this festival? Like, you guys did street ministry beforehand, right? Yes. So Monday... We just did street ministry all day. We would go out onto the streets. Um, this is actually a picture I, I took, not that one. Um, yeah, this is an example of what we would do on the streets here. Um, that picture before is really cool because we actually found this this little marketplace. We would just go. If there was a ton of people on the street, we'd be like, stop here. Let's get out and do some ministry. And we set up on this roof because this guy had a business, and we were like, hey, here's 14 bucks. Can we use your roof for an hour? And he said, okay. So we set up on this roof, and we would go, and we would do actual ministry. Um, We would gather people, play some music. Um, They call us Mzungus. That's the term for white people, and they (laughs) love that. (laughs) So everywhere we go, they'd be like, Mzungu, Mzungu, and all these little kids would be running around chasing us, and and they love that. So they would just flock to us because, like, what are you guys doing here? We're interested in what you have. We're all wearing the same shirt with the information of the festival on the back of it. And then we would do street ministry and preach and stuff and do dances and dramas for about an hour at each spot. And then we would also tell them, tonight we're having a festival at 3 o'clock at this place. And then they'd be like, oh, okay. So basically it was a little preview on the street of what we would be doing at the festival. So that's so, how we Okay, talk. so for the first couple of days you're out in the roads, out in the streets, in the villages, neighborhoods, and you're doing all this stuff to sort of – to minister to people there. So it's not like you're like, hey, wait to hear about Jesus later. So they do that, and then they invite them to this really big festival, uh, which was, I guess, in some part of the city or out in the field yeah. somewhere. Just Tell us field. about what the festival is like. It was How many days was the festival? So, yeah, Tuesday through Sunday. Was that so it's like four days, four or five days. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, six days. <laughs> okay. There it is. So tell us about the festival. What happens in a typical festival uh, yeah. you know, meeting? So they actually gather people. Uh, I've only been to one trip so far, so I'm not sure how they do it every time. But I know that this one specifically, they brought in a worship team from Tanzania. How they say it is Tanzania. And they brought them in, so they played a lot of cool like African worship music that was familiar um, and they would play music. They would have, like, random artists come in from the city. They would just do a bunch of performances for, like, three hours. So basically we get there, and we just gather around with this big crowd of people, like, spread out. And we just start dancing with all the Africans. And I actually literally had a dance-off with this little African kid. It was amazing. <laughs> Who won? <laughs> I don't really know because it, it just stopped somehow. But it was, it was probably one of the funniest experiences of my life. Uh, and everyone was, like, laughing at us and stuff. But we would just hang out with them, and the festival would start anywhere between, like, 6 to 7, because African time is very different than here. They just do whatever, whenever. So once they all kind of get ready to go, they're like, all right, we'll start. And so between 6 and 7, they would start, and then we would do just a couple worship songs. Um, The main speaker, Johannes Armitzer, he's from the, he's the president of this organization. He would preach, and then after he would preach, he would do uh, altar call for salvation, he would say, if you need healing in your body in any way, after salvation, he would pray for that. And we would all, uh, as a team, we would all get to do that together. So it was, it was awesome. And 
So, okay, so it's called Signs and Wonders Festivals. Okay, so now this is a little bit different than something that we're probably used to seeing in the United States because um, we don't, because our country is so different. But the interesting thing is that is that in Africa or places where there are these unreached people who have just never heard the name of Jesus. So in the book of Acts, if you, if you read in the book of Acts, you see all sorts of miracles, right? You see healings. You see all sorts of crazy stuff happening. And the reason that that stuff happened in that time was because they were walking into a neighborhood or to a town or a village, and they would say, this man Jesus was dead, but now he is alive, and let me prove it to you, you're healed, right? So that's, that's the concept, okay? So that's what's happening here. It's incredible. So, so tell us about, like, at the festival, and now, now track with me here, guys, because I know this might sound a little different to some, maybe you're not ex- you haven't been exposed to this kind of a thing, but I would, I would just encourage you just to listen for a second. If we survey God who is supernatural, he is not us, is it not feasible that that same God can do supernatural things on the earth, okay? So, so tell us, tell us about what, what it was like there. So Johanna says, anybody needs healed. So we're talking like, we're not like I have a cold. We're talking like my leg is, is not, it doesn't have the, the same height as the other leg or my back has been broken or I can't walk or I'm blind or I'm deaf, right? Yeah. So there are people who come like that. What happens, what, what's happened there? Tell us about some of that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, if it's cool, I'll just share one specific story. Um, Please do. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, well, first of all, just at the festivals in general, like literally we would tell people all like everywhere. We would just be like, hey, come to the festival. If you need people, like if you know people that need healing for anything, whatever it is, bring them. And we would have this place set up for specifically for like crippled people who couldn't walk. Um, so they would get to sit in the front. And then just anyone who was there who who wanted to be healed of anything, whether they were blind, deaf, mute, uh, anything had tumors in them whatever it was we would they would we would they would come forward and we would pray for them but there's this one specific time um we were praying for this woman and this happened to be on the streets and uh this this girl on our team she prayed for this little baby she was about while well, she was two three years old a little girl and her mom was holding her because she couldn't walk because her right foot was like backwards basically because she was born that way and had like a club foot or whatever you call that. So her foot's like this and she can't walk. And so her mom has to carry her everywhere. And this woman just puts her hand on her foot, prays for it, and she literally felt the bones move around in her foot, this little girl, and then her foot just came back to normal. So it was like just normal, like a normal foot. (laughs) And she was healed in the name of Jesus, like right there on the street. And it was so cool because this mother who was holding her child who could never walk before, got to set her little girl down on the ground, and she started just running around, like, so happy with this big, huge smile, and her mom was just crying and just so excited and happy for what God did to her in her life. So it's like these miracles take place, and they're beautiful, and it's really cool to see them, but what's even cooler is to see the, the face of the person that has received this miracle by the power of Jesus because their life is literally changed forever because of what God did. Um, so that's just one example of so many. Uh, there was a person that was was mute and deaf, and they were healed, brought him up on the stage to tell everyone what God was able to do in his life. Um, just things like that, left and right. It was amazing. So so then you can imagine, right, that is, so then a guy gets up and preaches and says, this man who did these things offers freedom to you in your soul, right? 
who wants that? And then people are going to go, me, right? Because who <laughs> yeah. wouldn't, right? That's the concept of this. And this is incredible. So, so I guess we'll just finish up here, um, Aaron. So just kind of tell us, like, what kind of an impact has you participating in this trip and in this festival had on, had, had on your life? That's a really interesting, good question. Um, so to be able to experience all of that, I mean, just throughout the week, it was just, it was crazy. It was very intense because... Um, it is a lot of hard work just in this concentrated period of time because we have, we only have so much time. So we basically just work as hard as we can, as much as we can. I mean, we get breaks and stuff, but, um, it was just really cool to be able to be used in that way throughout the, the whole week. Um, I I would just keep thinking to myself, like I would just thank God. I'd be, God, thank you that I'm here having this opportunity to show the love of Jesus to all these people that don't know you. And thank you that I am considered worthy even to be able to lay hands on someone in your name and that they would be healed. Something so amazing and miraculous in a, in a life that, and changing the life of somebody forever. Being able to do that was amazing. And I was just so grateful for the opportunity. And, and I'm now very grateful that God has given us that power, that God he, he tells us that we're worthy of it because of what he did on the cross, right? So because Jesus died and because he rose again and he is supernatural, whenever we believe in him, he says that he gives us that power. And, and to know that and to be able to have used it and, and see tangible miracles and demons being cast out of people and ears being popped open and eyes being open, like to be able to see that firsthand is amazing because it's like, how am I worthy of that, right? Like, how are we worthy? Like, we're just lowly humans on this teeny little earth but god considers me worthy of that and that's probably the biggest thing that hit me this week um so just being able to walk in that power from now on thanks for listening to this week's podcast if you call encounter church home or if you'd like to partner with us to support the work that god is doing here you can take advantage of our online giving option just go to encountergiving.com Also, stay up to date with us throughout the week by following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at EncounterPGH. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.